Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's not yet underway. Let's go back to Ibrooks. Andrew McLean looked like Rangers were going to blow Livingston away early on, and, and that decision to rule out Jose Cifuentes' goal it sort of put a, an end to that, didn't it? Yeah, it did all kind of get really flat in here after that. You know, the crowd and what you saw on the pitch as well. The opening stages, like it it was on Wednesday night, were promising. And I think with the midfield set-up in this game as well, Rangers had the likes of Cantwell and Cifuentes. They were looking to run beyond the ball. They looked lively. Lammers did in flashes as well. But you look at Danilo and Dessers really struggling to get involved in this game. Danilo's trying to drop deeper at times to pick up the ball, but it's just so crowded in there. And, you know, that midfield and front six, if you like, they are really narrow. And it's especially crowded in there when you look at the Livingston team and they've got a block of five and a block of four in front of that. The way that Rangers are trying to play with the quick passes you know, in the centre of the pitch, it's really not working at all. And then if you look at crosses from wide areas, they haven't tried that too much, but when they have, it hasn't really worked either because, you know, Livingston have that back three of Louis De Lucas, Ayoobalai and Mikey Devlin who are more than happy just to sort of rise up and win those headers and, and get it away. So it's a test to see how Michael Beale can, you know, inject something into this game because the Rangers players really just did lose their stride there. There is going to be a change for Livingston. It's going to be Curtis Guthrie that makes his way onto the pitch at the moment. I'll just check for you who is the player that's coming off, but it does look like a change of tact from Livingston, maybe because the player going off is Mo Sangari. He did struggle slightly with an injury, but you think that'll mean that Curtis Guthrie will go up. It'll maybe be more of a front two with, with Joel Nubley now. Stephen Kelly was the one that was trying to support Joel Nubley up there, but he was quite isolated at times. They did get into the Rangers' half. You know, as the game wore on slightly in that first half, but they really, you know, struggled to create much because whether it was Joel Nubley that was isolated, Stephen Kelly trying to get in there, they just weren't able to do anything. So maybe Curtis Guthrie offers something a bit different up there. He is another physical presence as well, so they can maybe look to go along with him and Joel Nubley in there. Although, as you you mentioned earlier on in the show, Gordon, that Shamal George was rolling the ball out. Livingston were trying to play a bit as well. It remains to be seen whether there will be any changes for. Rangers, Michael Beale still has his players in there, it looks as if it's a, a long conversation he's having with them, but they are just making their way onto the pitch at the moment I'll let you know if there are any changes led out by Captain James Tavernier, Bonabaricic, John Suter will continue there as well of course Jack Butlin just having a conversation with Leon Balligan at the moment it looks as if he's maybe looking for the, the defenders to split and maybe trying to create a bit more width which there just hasn't been in this Rangers side at all, it's something that supporters have mentioned on the phones as well that there is just no width in this Rangers side, yes there is the fullbacks but it's not really seemed to work, I think it will be the same starting 11 though that uh, started the game for Rangers, Todd Cantwell just taping up his socks at the moment and it looks as if Andrew Shinney is standing over the ball and we will be back underway in a matter of moments Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Planning your holiday? Get essential health advice and medication before you travel So here we are then the game's about to kick off in the second half and I suppose Michael Beale the Rangers fans the Rangers players they'll be hoping for more of a, a convincing second half in front of goal, Hugh. They've not been under much pressure or, or danger. It's a damning indictment when Andrew McLean says at the half time that Michael Beale will need to try and inject some life into his team. They're playing at home, they're playing a side of limited ability. 
They've got 50,000 fans behind them. They are in the game sandwiched between two European ties that are vitally important for them. And they're dull. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, been very kind of uninspiring stuff from Rangers. When they get the early goal, you think things would open up for them and their creative players would really step up because Hugh's right, it's a home game, nice day to play football right at the start of the season, so nobody's leggy or anything like that. And it's been a, a bit off it, so they need a bit more life. I've been surprised at some of the... The players in the final third Barisic cross headed wide by Lammers as Rangers look to start quickly always like to see whose team talk has worked Cove Rangers won Falkirk at nil Joshua Kerr with a penalty just after the break although that one does seem to be a bit ahead of some of the games in the championship looking at the clock and the premiership sorry yeah we used to say that uh, goals change games I think so far this alloyed goal has changed this struggling game struggling with that word today yeah, oh, yeah I've noticed a couple struggling, of times yeah, struggling no, with I, I think my teeth have went the wrong way <laughs> give us that again disalloyed 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 alloyed disalloyed you just have a wee word now and Try again chopped off disallowed chopped off ruled out yeah offside was goal sorry uh, hand Ah, I'm getting back to this allowed. When you consider what Rangers will face in Geneva on Thursday, you know the tie is far from over. Two one. Hold it, that thought if you don't mind, Hugh Keevans. Goal flashes with M and D Green Pharmacy. Ross County two, St oh. Johnston nil, and Malky Mackay's team talk has worked straight out of the traps. It was Randall with a lovely curling shot. And County are looking comfortable. St Johnston's woes continue. Yeah, they certainly do. And uh, you know, even greater credit to Malky Mackay and uh, his Ross County team because the loss of Danda uh, was a significant one in the first half. Because quite simply, he's their best outfield player. Uh, but they have uh, come back in fine form. Uh, since that happened scored two goals and they must be well on their way I'm not, now I'm not surprised at that Hugh because I've seen a lot at Celtic Park I, I've seen good things from Ross County they go to Celtic Park on opening day uh, ok they concede four but they scored two um, and at times they looked well organised looked decent confident they're at home today against a struggling St Johnston no surprises there for mm. a home win it's a funny thing about teams who are, were literally minutes away from relegation and they were Ross County were minutes away from going down until Partick Thistle imploded um, in the season that comes thereafter they tend to almost take something from that experience and they're the better for it you're desperate not to be yeah. involved in it again aren't yeah. you and actually it's funny what it can do to the psychology of fans as well because I think you know I spoke to Malky Mackay in the summer and I think he said there had been a real feel good factor around the club I think you know ticket sales were good I think uh -huh. shirt sales were good all that sort of stuff it's almost like you're you're better finishing 11th and winning the playoffs than you are just mumbling your way through mm -hmm. to a boring 10th yeah. or 9th you know there's at least something to excite you Fo with the football's way you, all you about excitement it. I said earlier I, last weekend the, the crowds that are coming back uh, so far in opening games are incredible I bet there's a terrific crowd at St Mirren and Paisley today uh, Ibrox is full you've got Dundee United on Fairland Championship that'll be a so the, the crowds are there Gordon if we can entertain them we can keep them here's a question for you Hugh is about to deliver it 
The second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. And the man we were talking about, Malky Mackay, is in this question. I have played alongside Mark Albrighton and Anton Ferdinand. I have been managed by Malky Mackay and Claude Pure. I played in Scotland at one point in my career. I have played in the English Community Shield. I've never won a major honour. Who am I? So I've played alongside Mark Albrighton and Anton Ferdinand. I've been managed by Malky Mackay and Claude Puel. I played in Scotland at one point in my career. I've played in the English Community Shield. But I never won a major honour. Who am I? Good question, that. That's tough. That is tough. At Clyde SSB, get your thinking caps on, send me one tweet, one name, and see if you can beat everyone else to the punch. That is the aim of the second half teaser at Clyde SSB. Danilo's had a driving run towards the box, saved by George. Then Dessers cut it back to Lammers in the box, sliced it wide from a decent position, and Todd Cantwell's down getting treatment at the moment so a fast start from Rangers in the second half but still no second goal yet I think that was better there from Danilo actually looking more positive coming in the box (laughs) just at the angle (laughs) and he just opens his body up tries to guide into that far post but a decent decent enough save Cantwell receiving treatment that'll be a worry for the Rangers fans it'll be interesting to know what Michael Beale would have said at half time they're in total control of the game they're one up they should really be out of sight, but they went flat. Um, I think Michael Bale sitting in the dugout would probably just had a few strong words to say, listen, we need to up the pace, we need to be sharper, we need to move the ball quicker, and uh, we need the next goal just to make it a bit more comfortable. You, know, you can never imagine him raising his voice. Oh, very uh, monotone maybe, maybe, Michael Bale. Same kind of... Quietly. You don't need to raise your voice to In be the effective. Modern game. No. To be effective, you never raise your voice. It's a look. <laughs> Doesn't work in that way. scary. We don't live stream the show on a Saturday. Did you see, did you see Mark's face there? Oh. It was like the boy in the back pose. The, the like a heart attack. Uh, eyewitness accounts from Ibrox that. that Todd Cantwell, he's getting back to his feet, but it didn't look like there was lots of Strum. sort of contact, if you like. From I think Mikey Devlin came through. Um, at the back but it almost looked like Cantwell's leg was in the air as he reached for it so much so that Mikey Devlin thought Cantwell should have been penalised for a high boot um, but he's kind of moving around and the last thing the Rangers fans want to see is Cantwell injured and certainly the very last thing they want to see is Cantwell going off because he's the only one with a pulse looks like he will be <laughs> trying to play on those certainly <laughs> I've never heard it explained like that Hugh when a team's playing poorly and, yep. and there's a standout he's the there only one with a pulse yep there you are he's, he's draws a disaster defeats a catastrophe you stick with me Ben Williamson off injured on Blair Alston in that game at the Excelsior Stadium uh, Rangers still looking for that second St Mirren looking comfortable Ross County looking comfortable do we agree yeah, yeah. Um, great, by the way, great start for, for St Mirren. You've got to say it, touching in it earlier, going away from home, that was a hard game to start at Easter Road, but three goals, won the game. Then you have to back it up with the games that you're fancied in, and they're certainly doing that this afternoon. But Ross County as well scored two last week, scoring another two this week. Yeah, well, the, 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 they're good. And also, you're doing it uh, with the loss of your captain and probably yeah. the more, most influential player. But the man who assassinated Mark Wilson's character, Tony Doherty, 
Uh, he can have no complaint because you've gone a goal behind to an own goal, okay. You then have a penalty to equalise yeah. and to bring things back to parity and you miss it and apparently a very poorly taken penalty into the bargain. So you've only got yourselves to blame. Um, Murray has put White through but Mitov in the St Johnston goal blocks it so that's Simon Murray and Jordan White partnership trying to combine there but Mitov who oh, you know focus on the positives but you won't want your goalkeeper to be the only real positive of the season so far and that possibly is the case for St Johnston Mitov's looked like he will be yeah. busy it looks like he'll be up to it but you know might be too busy well it's never ideal that uh, and I do feel for Stevie McLean I really do when you're up against it you feel like everything's going against you um, he's going to need his goalkeeper to pull him out a, a few tight jams till he gets some of these players back um, but St Johnson have just had this malaise hanging over them now for a long time not just this season from last season but the closest Livy have come it was a corner it fell to Shinny at the edge of the box it was a bouncing shot a bit awkward for Jack Butland who saved low to his left. Just a reminder, Hugh, that Rangers have to be careful. One Rangers fan's turning to the other, all over Ibrooks at the moment, saying, I, I, I know what happens next here. Um, you know, if they're not convincing, and they haven't been, then Rangers get found out. And, uh, you know, they must be very, very careful. And Butland did well there, ball coming through the traffic at them. Uh, but, Again, we're 10 minutes into the second half and it's Livy who are yeah, on the front foot. That, that wasn't a huge chance, but Butland had to react because it came through a ruck of bodies. But he's now saved again from Shinny because D- Dessers gave the ball away. It was a lazy flick 25 yards from his own goal. That allowed Livy uh, to go forward and get the shot off. And uh, Butland makes the save again. This is not how you would have envisaged this game going with a few minutes on the clock when yeah. Rangers went in front. Yeah, you can see Livy growing in confidence here. Uh, they've not been put to bed Rangers haven't got that killer goal uh, it's good effort from Shinny I think it was going wide but Butland didn't know that he had to put his his hand on it and turn it by the post but uh, I think looking at this game Livingston are starting to grow in confidence Rangers you're right Gordon need to be careful here if you see things in the context of Servette in Geneva you can't go there even with a one goal advantage you can't go there and play like this You'll get found out. However, Rangers then get the chance to break. Livy, uh, poor Livy defending. Danilo plays it to Dessers, but he can't sort his feet, and then it all breaks down. You can almost sense the frustration. If you're giving away chances at one end and they're not taking advantage of yours at the other, uh, that tends to annoy supporters. Because this was a, it was a really good chance for Rangers. Three on two, uh, and it just really didn't go to plan. No, oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm expe- I was expecting a big day from Dessers. He got his first goal at home the other night there. Surely you cannot wait for the next game. The confidence, you're playing Livy, you would think we're going to create a few chances, get another few goals under my belt. But he's looked a very flat indeed so far. I think both of them there. It's a great opportunity, terrible from Livy, but it's a ultimately it's a 3v1. And Dessers and Daniel just don't commit the defender, kind of pass it off, you know, want somebody else to do it. However, and mix it up. a brilliant block from yeah. Obelai. Dessers then had the chance from 10 yards and he caught it. It was travelling. Obelai put his body on the line and it goes over the bar. Brilliant defending from Livy on that occasion. Where did he put his hand though? Uh, Dessers is looking at the referee asking for a penalty. He's no, claiming a handball. Uh, there was actually a collision between Danilo and Brandon in the build-up as well, both getting treatment before 
uh, the corner. Pretty sure it hits Obelai in the thigh, does it not? Um, but I've got to say that is terrific defending. Or brave, you know. That's mm. what you call defending. Hamilton Aki's are one up. Kelty Hearts nil. Hamilton Aki's won Regan Tumulty with the goal in the second half there. But that, that chance from Rangers there, but again, resorting back to much more direct, getting the ball into the wider areas, getting it to the back post. Danilo making a nuisance himself. He actually does well to direct it back to Dessers. And to be honest, Dessers doesn't do much wrong. He puts mm. his laces through it. He just finds Obelai in the way. Uh, Danilo may well have a struggle to continue, but even that aside, we're probably in substitution territory. What would be the first roll of the dice? Um, well, depends. It doesn't look like he's... Is he going to continue? I know he's sitting up now, so things are looking more promising. Yeah, yeah, I think someone up that foot, they need a bit of sharpness. They need something to, you know, get that spark going again. I keep saying it, I said it earlier, the one thing I think Rangers are missing just now is that that pacey player. That pacey player that stretches defences. I think if you play against Rangers, you can play high up the pitch because... Over the top, they've not really got a uh, Maida that's going to absolutely kill you with his pace. But see, with that, with Michael Beale, with his recruitment then, he knew Sakala, or he would have had a fair idea Sakala's going. He would have had a fair idea that Kent was going fairly early or, or late into the season, should I say. Why was he not recruiting that type of player then? Why is he saying now that, oh, we need that kind of player? Surely he would have known then what Daniel. Uh, and what Dessers give you and what Lammers give you they're not going to run in behind so that surprises me Tondo's on the bench he's got a bit of pace isn't he to go in behind yeah yeah I'll be interested to see his first change uh, I, th- I think he'll give it another 10 minutes maybe or are you S- getting a Sima is up? very fast yeah um, I've not been impressed with him no I'm not necessarily say. saying that he's, he's not what he was what, clocked at one of the quickest players in France or something last season yes of course what can you do with that pace that tends yeah, to be yeah yeah the problem yeah, is when the ball comes. Um, I've not. I don't think he's hit the ground running. But I'm not going to judge anybody because it's very early in the season. Just said you've not been impressed with. Yeah, I've never been. Well, what I've seen. No, I think he could get better. Of course he can. I think they'll be looking for better things. But you're not going to say, "Oh, hold on a minute. He's not been a good. He's not going to be a good signing." You've got to give the guy opportunity. But so far, he's not impressed me. Good to see Shea Adams scoring again for Southampton, albeit in the Championship these days. A bit of a Scottish feel to that fixture because he's put it beyond Angus Gunn, of course, who's in goal for Norwich. Kenny McLean is playing in that game as well. So is Stuart Armstrong. So hopefully, they're all hatching a plan to get. Scotland to the Euros um, No sign of movement on the Rangers bench yet A couple of changes in our featured championship matches One which might interest some Celtic fans listening Hugh Ben Summers yeah. has come on for Dunfermline He signed a new deal at Celtic Out yeah, to Dunfermline on loan And comes on for a debut They clearly think that uh, Celtic clearly think that Ben Summers has a chance uh, And it's good for him to go and play uh, at that level um, and then go back to Celtic but you know th- they've lost Ben Doak they, they look as if they're losing Rocco Vata uh, that you know that Ben Summers does though appear to be committed to Celtic there was a VAR check for a St Johnston penalty but it's not been given what a crowd this is go in the championship 
Dundee United, United against Dunfermline, 8,890. Yeah. That's my old the, fan base there. Uh, good good travelling numbers from Dunfermline as well. The support's there, the fans are there, they just want to be entertained. It's up to the players and the clubs now to <laughs> put on. You're that. big into the crowds this yeah, season, aren't you? Very much so. I've noticed that. Um, you know, uh, years gone by. He just gets these things in his head. Remember, he used to always obsess about warm ups. Yeah. Mm. He would bore everyone about what had been happening in the warm-up now he's on to crowd numbers I'll, I'll bet there are I think terrific Pe- crowd it was an up pair capita we now the number ah, yeah, one yeah. in Europe yeah so the first yeah, you're right I don't even know if you've seen that stat but What's you're that? right it doesn't matter it'll be hard to explain the first day of the SPFL uh, or the first two days uh, second highest attendance since the formation go. of the SPFL there you go Hugh told you he's, anyway I'm, I'm oh, got a good on. vibe one of these goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Airdrie 1 Partick Thistle 1 Gabby McGill Off the bench To produce the equaliser And now it's game on In the championship Shot deflected in At the near post uh, So of course An injury to player manager Rhys McCabe Earlier but Airdrie are level uh, Do you know who I've got real Oh hold on a second Speaking of that big crowd At Tannadice Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Most of them are unhappy it's a golden Fermlin Craig mm. Whiten's header from Edwards Cross and the Pars take the lead in that one Ooh, well I did fancy Dunfermlin for the league but I did say Dundee United <laughs> would win it so was it Edwards? half right Edwards 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 uh, Cross Craig Whiten with a goal ex Dundee Ed- Edward has actually scored for Crystal Palace as well just oh, to confuse he? things uh, yes Craig Whiten yeah ex Dundee player so he would have enjoyed that one uh, so no ideal for Jim Goodwin in front of a big crowd I told you it's a different pressure oh. goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy and it's a goal for Dundee maybe he didn't expect this one to be game on in Paisley because St Mirren looked very comfortable but we think it was Mulligan who got the final touch. Either way, Tony Doherty is much happier now than when he watched Mark Wilson <laughs> defend the back post yeah. against Burnley that day. Uh, there were a few players in and about across. We think it was Mulligan who got the final touch. Game on in Paisley. Sets up what we like to call in the newspaper industry a rip-roaring finale. A bit of moaning and groaning now, Ibrooks. After yeah. an attack breaks down, it's due to a poor Lammers touch this time. You, I genuinely think you'd be bored. Going along as a Rangers fan watching this. Optimistic about the new signings. You're going to get performances and creativity and something different. Up until this point, I think you'd be bored. The goal for Dundee is being checked. So stand by for some drama. We have had a Rangers goal chopped off for handball earlier on this afternoon. So we'll see what happens on this occasion. Just before that, I was going to say... Um, oh, I'll tell you what Good block by John Souter Because if he doesn't make it The ball's going to Guthrie in the box And it would have been a great chance uh, For Livy So Ranger with a bit of defending to do Who's the fourth official in Paisley? I've got sympathy for whoever it may be Because Jim Good um, No, sorry Ignore me At Tannadice uh, Jim Goodwin was booked So there won't be a fourth official There's no one in between them But him and James McPake Are having an argument Ooh. over it, And I just feel like None of them are going to back down, are they? No. Never. That's going to be a lively argument, those two. But yeah. I don't think... James McPake, former Dundee manager as well. Of course, goal given. So it is game on in Paisley. I tell yeah. you what, you're right about that John Shooter yeah. block. What a tackle that is. Last ditch tackle. Cross comes into the box. He has to slide because... Is it, did you see Guthrie is just ready to tuck that in? 
Yeah, it's a terrific ta- tackle to be fair, uh, interception but I'd expect Suter to be covering that front post, I think he's just doing his job but he was there, he cut out the danger this is getting a little bit ropey for Rangers, I think that the Rangers fans are looking for maybe one or two changes, just get a bit of freshness on that part get a spark, something different, uh, whether it's a change of formation, whether it's a change of style of play but so far, Livingston you know, they looked like when it went 2-0 and um, we thought the goal was going to stand, it looked like this could be a long afternoon. They're growing and growing and growing into this game. Cove Rangers 2, Falkirk 1. That will be, that'll be lively, that one. Mm. Yeah, Paul Hartley. History's got there. Falkirk, the Falkirk fans, fans love him, do No, they? I don't think so. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be a popular winner there if it does stay that way. You know, the travelling fans who've gone up from Falkirk to Cove. There's still one I need to tick off. Never Cove. been to the Balmoral. No. I've, I've not been either. It's lovely. Is really it? nice. Yep. Done it right. Main stand, dress rooms, mm. brilliant. So for those Cove players, good place. Just off the motorway? It's just off the motorway. Oh, yes. To the left? Just before you come into Aberdeen. Yep. Just to the left for anyone that cares. <laughs> uh, Hugh, let's take a look at that teaser and do some wrong answers, please. Yep. I have played alongside Mark Albrighton and Anton Ferdinand. I have been managed by Malky Mackay and Claude Pugh. I played in Scotland at one point in my career and I played in the English Community Shield but I never won a major honour. Who am I? Conlon thinks it might be Stephen Calker. No. Sean White has thrown in Craig Conway. No. A few people going for Calker, by the way. Scott Clark thinks Kyle McNaughton. No. All good guesses, but yeah. no. And Lester Crest, Andy King. No. Pete wants to name Joey Barton. Most people do, but uh, no. No, mum might or I. No, it's not like you two, Mark Wilson, Gordon. No, Dale. That's, that's usually tough. okay. Did the... they say he's not won anything? Nothing. Oh well, it's not him then. <laughs> no. Right, okay. Aaron Moy is not the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Would that be? It's one a treble. Treble winner Aaron Moy is well, not the right answer. I had to clarify the worst answers before I showed you the answer. I had to clarify mm. that there, didn't I? Aaron Moy, one of one of those who left Celtic this season, of course, got a few of the, not a few, sorry, but you know, look at is it? There's still a little group now: Jota, Moy, Starfelt, Mark, guys who really contributed last season. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you think back to the start of the season, Giranovic, I know they got money, and Alistair Johnson came in and softened that ball. But a whole group of players that were big players aren't at the club just now. Moy was a funny one. I always thought uh, because told good jokes. Mm. <laughs> well, you you told me he was, he was certainly quiet on ca- out of karma, but he had I think about three good months off the back of the World Cup, and apart from that, I think he started slow, came back for the World Cup, he played good and big important games, and Finish then obviously slow. the injury and oh, finishing. You know what though? Just talking about Celtic's outgoings, we forgot this was the day we said we set it up the other night. We were going to set today oh. aside. But it's, it's too late. It's half oh, four. Yeah, moving for love. Have you thing that topic? Things, you, a things you've done for love on the week that Carl Starfelt left. Things you've done for love with a football spin on it as well. If you possibly could, that was getting you the extra brownie points. Save it for February. Ah, oh, honestly, there's still time. You can send me a tweet. What's the maddest thing you've done for love? And don't get me wrong. I, I know that Married. Carl. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Carl Starfelt's gone off to a lovely part of Spain and plays in La Liga but we won't let that stand no. in the way of a good topic for this radio show one of the strangest things you've done for love you moved you moved to Clyde Bank you said the other night no? Mm. Uh, 
It's my 52nd wedding anniversary on Monday. So, uh, tread carefully. This poor woman has stuck by me for 52 years. Deserves a medal. But she did buy a house while I was watching a football match and didn't tell me. Yeah, I remember that story, Hugh. Yeah. So you came back from work? I was at Wembley for England, Scotland, and Charlie Nicholas went from Celtic to Arsenal the day after. And uh, I came back and. At the airport, I was told, "Oh, you'll be back in time to see the new house." Well, uh, I've got to say, I know a wife that emptied one. Well, I, <laughs> 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 I think of the changes you in the world in technology in fifty-two years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was your wedding like? Well, uh, well first of all, all the photographs are black and I white. I was going to say yeah. they must have been. Yeah, they're all black and white. Horses kicking about and just there was no know. such thing as a that, that the horses first dance state. Like instead of yes. cars, uh, did you have? What are the horses? No, no. Do we get a wedding car? No, uh, a wedding car. Yes. Right. Okay. What was it? Oh, was it? Was it like um, a big black thing? A cartina. <laughs> four, four cartina. <laughs> a hearse. It was taken to the wedding. <laughs> a hearse. Double the sound of it. A hearse. Uh, what do you mean? Da- did you say dance? What? You know that they have that first dance now? Put the salt well, in the floor. the first dance, that's, yeah. what it, that's, the, that's all the, it's called. There was none of that. We Seriously? Did, we is that a modern phenomenon? Yeah. We had a little uh, trio, a, dr- a drummer and some guy <laughs> in an accordion or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you need the accordion. So you have some Kayleigh dancing? Uh, well, my wife's a Highlander yeah, and all they? our family are from the Highlands. So, so hold on. That. The first dance, according to Hugh, is a modern phenomenon? Yeah. I yeah. can't be true. So oh. when did that get into the <laughs> kick into the common the practice Mac, the yeah. McIntyre clan was up on the dance floor first <laughs> wow <laughs> McDonald <laughs> McDonald clan every day is a school day uh, and it was just what Kayleigh music the full wedding no no no, no. I mean there was you know the hits of the Engelbert. time Engelbert you'll uh, not be able to remember any of your first dances will you no no I don't even know the first songs I, I've no idea do you know I you went could for put, you could put a now compilation right, together uh, of do, your you, first do you know the, big, the biggest embar- it was number three right and I went for two months of dance lessons oh no you don't no way I s- no way I swear why have I heard about this I s- have, you, have I not told you this no. I went two months dance lessons I never told anybody because what I wanted to do was on the dance floor and do a wee bit of showing off, right? Not like you. But I sort of a, had a few drinks at that time, and when I went up, I couldn't remember one step. <laughs> so I just done the old round circle one, right? I wasted all that. My wife, I've never seen M. Sangre in all my life. Well, I'll bet you have. <laughs> for what it's worth. No Ird- shuffle. Airdrie wow. 2, Partick Thistle 1. Roger Hanna got another goal in that game. It's oh, turned in its head. Thistle. Callum Gallagher, scorer of many goals last season. It's a great game, according to Roger. A really good second half. Airdrie deserve it. And uh, Wraith 2, Morton 2. That's a good game as well. That Airdrie Thistle game was always going to be a good game. But Partick Thistle, what did I say earlier on that they're okay at one end of the pitch but they're always likely to concede and Airdrie three scorers last year yep you'd fancy them to go on and take three points in that one anyway back to your dance oh, lessons uh, what kind of yeah. what kind of dance moves were you learning the waltz th- type thing the you know waltz I mean? oh, the, the old waltz the cha cha yeah. Was, yeah, the Charleston Waltz a wee bit of the cha cha was sort of mixed honestly three two or three months Every Monday and Wednesday night, I absolutely hated it, right? I was one to one, and I thought, oh, here we go. So I just, I was a crowd pleaser at that <laughs> time, and it just backfired 
massively and I ended up doing the old round you know the old round one you know two <laughs> steps to the left and then we'll go oh, we've not been there for a while uh, down the sliding on your knees still down. looking for one more correct answer to fulfil the podium on the teaser Hugh remind us please yep I have played alongside Mark Albrighton and Anton Ferdinand I have been managed by Malky Mackay and Claude Pure. I played in Scotland at one point in my career and I played in the English Community Shield but I didn't win a major honour in my career. St- Who am I? We still need one more correct answer so I'll deliver a fairly sizeable clue. He's a former Celtic player. Yep. Okay. No, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't help you very much. Mark Wilson's face is as blank. It. It's as blank as it was at the back post that day. Uh, Hugh, let's do more wrong answers. Andrew wants to throw in Simon Lappin. Nope. Sol Bamba, says Dan Stewart. No. Uh, Craig Nelson thinks maybe Casper Schmeichel. No. Okay, keep your guesses. Casper Schmeichel won the English Premier yeah, League. He did. No, wait, Simon Lappin was a, a good pal of mine. No, he's a pilot or a qualified pilot now. Is he? Ah, he was doing, he was doing his pilot hours. Is that where he works, isn't it? Don't know if he works as that full time, but I know he was, he was close. This Interesting guy hobby. Probably played with you at Celtic. Actually. Oh, you're joking, yes, right? Yeah, I would okay. say so. Fullback. No, no. What's that got to do with anything? I don't really know. I just try and make conversation. Right, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Simon okay. Lappin, a qualified pilot. Well, he's, I don't think, a commercial right, pilot, okay. but he's, yeah. yeah, he was getting near his exam time, I think, and that was his interest. There you go. Why not? Yeah, great guy. He was my roommate at Scotland under 21s, and then. Was he a left sided? He was, I think. Yeah, I can remember Simon Lappin. Yeah, good player. Went down to Never Norwich flown with him. and had a <laughs> and had a great career. A, didn't he? Simon Lappin goal in a one nil Motherwell win at Celtic Park. I remember it. Oh. I was know where I was sitting the on bench. the bench with the best Shock. view of it when he, he, he yep. curled it in. Yeah, and didn't Bob Malcolm get sent off early for Motherwell a tackle on Massimo oh. Donati? Oh, maybe I remember that. But Simon I remember Lappin. Simon's goal. You remember him because you don't go there and win very often. That would yeah. be the, the key. Uh, so there we are. Uh, right. is, it, is it just me, Gordon Dale, former well, manager of oh, this parish? Are Rangers looking tired? Uh, they're looking not as sharp as what I thought they would be, to be quite honest with you. Um, they need that second goal because when you're only 1-0 up against Livingston at home... Um, you're still you're still a bit of work to do, and you don't want to get into this game next weekend in the back of a one-one because you know that the phone lines are going oh. to explode tonight. Um, just because it's got a bit of interest, I think across the footballing world to see Luton back in the English Premier League, they've pulled one back. Carlton Morris with an 81st minute penalty. If you can tell me which Scottish team Carlton Morris played for, I'll make your coffee next week. I would probably say Dunfermline. Wrong. Come on. There we go. I'm off next week anyway. There'll be no coffees getting made. I mean, Andrew McLean and Roger Hanna got it. They, but I expected you two to get it. You're students of the game. Not like these three dumplings in here. Where are you going next week? Would, would, are you, where are you? Oh, it's none of your business. It's unimportant. Oh, if we were a team. Uh, who'd they, who'd they play for? Hamilton. Oh, did Hamilton, they? Yeah. Oh, you guessed that. I guess <laughs> Imagine making this guy's coffee. You'd be there all day. Um... Don't worry, I've got some. How many have you had today? Genuinely, a few. Oh, 
Uh, but it's about my, five my, since you arrived. Yeah, here. but my, my best one was I was in my green the Asda green shop as my granddaughter calls it, and they're doing the wee Starbucks double espressos down to a quid fifteen in Other the trolley. Other supermarkets are available. Yeah, fifteen in the trolley. The Boom. Dazzler doing the cha cha. Imagine what a <laughs> sight! I'm sure he does that cha cha whilst home and late at night. He practiced for his wedding, then got so drunk and made a mess, and the marriage only lasted for a month or maybe less. <laughs> Is that curious? Curious, curious. Ah, Welcome back. Yeah. Sima has done quite well riding the challenge of Obelite at the edge of the box. The shot was saved by Shamal George. The Palmerston Pep is level. FC Edinburgh won oh, Queen man. of the South. One. Come on, Marvin. The, the title race is on. Can they kick on and win it from here? Does his appearance on midweek Clyde One Super Scoreboard depend? Oh, I'll tell you what. Victory? Yeah, a few bad results. Taking the huff. Well, I tell you what, I had bad result after bad result, and I was in here. You have to suck it up, Gordon. Goal flashes with M and D Green Pharmacy. Goal Ibrooks, and it comes for Rangers. That should settle things down. Danilo's header, Barisic cross, Rangers two, Livy nil, and that will be that. You You imagine, yeah. Even the this Rangers team, uh, mediocre as they are, can't blow a two-goal lead at home. Uh, they've struggled But they've got there In the end Yeah um, It's been pretty Uninspiring stuff Really as I said Earlier on A bit boring to watch Now the game has Opened up In this last 15 minutes And Rangers Have created A couple of chances uh, In that period They've taken a second one To make it more comfortable But it, it, The fans on the phone Will tell us the story I think it's a good header you know, good cross good again from Barisic. That's what he's known for, good header. But I think the Rangers fans will be expecting more. But three points is all important. Oh, yeah. Uh, they'll be delighted with that. Good time to score. Barisic has got his critics. Of course he has. But lovely ball in there. As a centre forward, just put it in a nice area. Nice way to the ball pass. And he just puts his head on it, gives the goalkeeper. Absolutely no chance. Running for player of the year now Absolutely He's up and running And Danilo in front of goal Simple enough header And Rangers are 2-0 in front You know what always amazes me That from Livingston defensively You see Barisic getting the ball On his left foot And he doesn't move the ball You know what Barisic is doing He almost winds his left foot Mm. up And the Livy defender gives him five yards to do it You know he's one of the best crossers From that left side in Scotland Why would you not close him down? And then the defended by Obelai, who was brilliant oh, about terrible. 10 minutes ago, just doesn't see Danilo looking off uh, the back end. But a good header. Well, surely no late drama now for Rangers. That two-goal cushion, it had got tense. It had got a bit nervy inside Ibrox. I don't think the fans were enjoying what they were seeing. But 2-0 to the good with just over 10 minutes remaining there. A couple of changes for Partick Thistle. Adeloy and Wes McDonald on as Partick Thistle look to get this one back on track. Well, Rangers, we'll take our guidance from the Rangers supporters when the lines open at five o'clock because those who were there can give us the eyewitness account. But uh, it was a longer afternoon than you thought it might be and it was harder work than it ought to have been. Uh, Dowell, Sterling and Lundstrom coming on for Rangers. So a triple change, no real uh, attacking Intent in any of those players Just about getting players Some minutes in the legs I guess Sterling I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him I've, I've not really 
Not seen him. I don't know what he's got to offer. Uh, Lundstrom was um, he's been a part of the the team at the uh, midweek there in the European campaign. So he'll be coming on just to store up that shore up that centre midfield area. Can, um, Cantwell, Raskin, and Sifuentes off. So the midfield three off: mm. Dowell and Lundstrom. Um, so yeah, going to a back three. Sterling goes in at right centre back. Then must, of a, of a back three. must have one eye on the midweek game. Of yeah. course, they, have. They, they know this game's now gone. It's finished. They've got three points in the bag. Uh, no point oh, taking risks. Oh no, the Palmerston Peps down to ten men. Oh no, David no, McClellan no. sent off for Queen of the South. Just How watching the breakdown. David Martindale there passing the old note onto one of his Livy players yeah, and behind the way reading it absolutely chucking it down so it's <laughs> yeah. disintegrated before it's got to us. all the inks ran everywhere yeah. uh, the guy who's got it is just pointing to players you move up oh. there you got in the back I cannot wait to get the Palmerston Peps take on this got some details about the sending off oh. McClellan scored for Queens ran into the fans second booking for no running way. into the fans oh. I, I think that's when the, the, the 11th commandment, as they call it, should come in. Common sense. You cannot send a player off for sharing. He was never going to hurt any of the half a dozen people. Uh, Let's be honest. You just kind of have to, don't you? That's the problem. It's, um, I hate it. It's a bad rule. It. It's a yeah, terrible rule. I get health and safety and for the fans. Uh, and it's, it's health nonsense. and safety if you dive into the Rangers end or the Celtic end. Uh, but No, but in terms of... I, I hate it as well for the avoidance of doubt, but it's it's a bit it's the laws of the game. It's not so much like you would, you know, when when it's written down, it's not designed to make a distinction between Queen of the South or Ibrox. I accept your point, but I just think it's contrary to the spirit of the game. Man scores goal, man yeah. celebrates, and is sent police, off. It's the fun police, I, I and that's why you. there's such a disconnect between players, managers, and officials. Because yes, they're doing their job, but like you says. You would think an element of common mm. sense and compassion. I mean, we've not seen it yet. He might have run up the stairs into the pie <laughs> stall yeah. and really yeah. took it too far. Sunday in a headlock. Uh, Matondo, 40-yard run, filled edge of the box. Tavernier takes the free kick and hits the wall. So Rangers probably going to see this one out. 2-0 up now. Uh, where have we got left? There is still now that there's a potential for drama because the other two games oh. looked comfortable. But St Mirren 2, Dundee 1. And um, it's got potential, that one. Tanner Dice as well, big crowd. Mm-hmm. Dundee United trying to get back in. They would take a point now. Um, yeah, there's there's drama there. The only one I think uh, two Rangers in Ross County gone. The rest have still got a bit of drama left yeah. because look, we think there's eight minutes to go plus added time, which takes right, us on. into Sunday. Hold on a minute. Let me update you. David McClellan sending off for Marvin Bartley's. That was the second goal. They're two one up. They've turned it round. When? That's why he's run into the crowd. Oh, we can forgive that. We can forgive that. That's real excitement. Oh, so there we are. Yeah, two one up apparently, according to Queen of the South's Twitter feed. Who am I to argue? But all with Queen of the South here. Goal flashes with M and D Green Pharmacy. And now it's getting comfortable. Rangers three, Livingston nil. We think Sima got the final touch. It was a corner. It landed at Danilo. His shot was blocked onto the post, and then it looks like Sima. Was the one who tapped it into the back of the net, and all of a sudden, mm. what was all the fuss about? He's he's gave them a bit of energy. Yeah. I've been watching this over your shoulder, Gordon. A bit of pace, that pace I was talking about. Give them a bit of energy, and uh, he's obviously yeah, it's his goal. He's uh, followed it up, comes off the post. 
I'll do him the world the good as well. I think, I said, I wasn't impressed with him, but since he's come on, I think he's added something to the Rangers' attack. I yep. think it's, uh, you know, it's face-saving now. Because had it been 1-0, the Rangers fans would not have been happy. Uh, they've got the two mm. late goals after uh, a long period of dull football uh, and it's a face saving exercise now but is it not more than that to be, look, we win 3-0 I think we're, what we're guilty of in here sometimes is you let the narrative yeah. your most hated word let that set in early and then stick with it I mean, it's a 3-0 win you know, and it might even it might even become more so was, well you've got to understand a game of football now is what nearly two hours You've got to. You, you just can't judge it over the first fifteen minutes. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be uh, poor today. They're not at it. You've got to settle in. I think the substitutions are, uh, give Michael Beale a bit of credit. Matondo sharp as well. Yeah, I think the substitutions have really added that bit of pace that I was talking about that was needed. And you're right, Gordon. They're three 0 up at home. And here's the positives: new signings. On this all scoring Yeah on the right. sheet Let's do this Get it out of the way Before the full time whistles Start to go The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online I have played alongside Mark Albrighton And Anton Ferdinand I have been managed By Malky Mackay And Claude Puel I played in Scotland at one point in my career and I played in the English Community Shield but I never won a major honour in my career. Who am I? I am Mark Antoine Fortuny. Oh, I did play with him. Yeah. Did you? Aye. Well done, Mark Antoine Fortuny. That was a tough one. Not tough enough for some of you out there. It always amazes me just how good our listeners are at these. Jai was in third place. Stuart Brody in second place. And Dylan Patton was the winner. Sensational effort. Someone got them great knowledge, yeah. so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think that's one of the hardest ones we've done in terms of clues. You know, I would, yeah, away. I would say there was the, the number of correct answers probably reflects that it was pretty tough. I would yeah. say so. But lots of people did still get it. Yep. Such as Came the Celtic under Tony Mowbray um, to replace was it John Hartson and guys like that, or who had left and was he a good player, Mark? He was a nice guy. Well, that means he wasn't a good player. Lovely, lovely fella. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, mediocre. He was all right. He just didn't live up to the tag. Imagine the bold Wilson saying, oh, he's a nice guy. He was a nice guy. about you at Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> what have you turned this around, mate? You asked me about Mark uh, Antonio Fortuny. He, he just didn't hit it off the way the fans would well, want. I just said, look... Probably a wrong fit for him. I think he played in the first ever European game I went to. There you go. Who did he come? To, who did he come to Celtic from? West Brom. Well, no, no. Huddersfield. Nancy, wasn't it? Did he? And they played mm, Motherwell in the Huddersfield. Mm. He wasn't loan at West Brom before that, and then went to West Brom after Celtic. Ah, so right, I, okay. Or I might have my, my timelines mixed up, but there we go. He did play in that European yeah, game. Tony question. Mowbray loved them. Absolutely loved them. Um, but he only lasted eight months, Tony. Yep. I think Fortuny did as well. Uh, full time starting to go then. Queen's Park, good win for them. Our both's winless start to the championship continues. Queen's Park 2, our both won at the newly named City Stadium down at Hamden. Uh, so a good victory there. Well, so we got a late equaliser for Spartans against Dumbarton. That will be a sore one 
for the Sons of the Rock Jamie Dishington on 90 minutes that game involving lots of Scotland internationals between Southampton and Norwich has been an absolute cracker oh, oh look at that. A late oh. late late equaliser Jordan Allen 96 minutes Cove 2 Falkirk 2 imagine the Falkirk fans Paul Harley I'm feeling bad now Gordon <laughs> Dale you asked me if Fulham would Everton would beat Fulham and I said yes they will yeah, yeah Fulham I one up I, I have learned a lesson this afternoon here yeah. bring my own food because I'm starving that was number one and don't listen to your predictions <laughs> number Hold two Hold on Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Rangers 4 Livingston nil, and this is a great strike possibly the best of the lot Dowell in off the underside of the bar which always adds something to a goal doesn't it Rangers 4 Livy nil. Another new sign in another goal so what was looking like a drab 1-0 win with perhaps some complaints to come has turned into a quite emphatic victory with some good goals in there from all new signings. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, we said that you're, you're allowed to still yeah. go through a, a performance and look at what could have been better, of course. But once you've won a game 4-0, you really have to be focusing on the positives mostly, do you not? Well, it's a terrific goal. Uh, Dowell taking off at Kilmarnock last week and uh, didn't look the part at all. It's a terrific strike from him. Uh, it, it really is ending on a high note for Rangers and it's the kind of result that you want to take to Switzerland with you uh, and now Michael Beale will be feeling much better the difference of pace absolutely the, Matondo you know they can't get back to him he plays it early no goalkeeper saving that it's a, on his favourite left foot he's hit that absolutely spot on but I think that Michael Beale takes a bit of credit because he looked at it it wasn't sharp enough it wasn't quick enough he brought on a bit of pace in the flanks and they've absolutely destroyed Livingston the finish is sensational but the full goal's brilliant to go through one end to the other and it's Dowell who flicks it round the corner in between two Levy defenders and then gets on his bike and played in has to get that strike right right and off Michael Beale is five years younger all of a sudden (laughs) yeah stress Uh, lifted full time at Dingwall Dave Galloway full time Ross County 2 St Johnston nil. Simon Murray passed up two decent chances to put County ahead inside the first 15 minutes a quickly taken free kick found James Brown who crossed but Murray flashed his header wide he was clean through soon after following Dari Olufunwa's poor clearance but Dimitar Maitov was off his line to block St Johnson went close through Dan Phillips nice skills on the edge of the D and a flowing move and his drive was well parried by Ross Laidlaw the hosts were on top though and Jan Danda was supplying some good ammunition however Ryan Leake's header was saved and Josh Sims at the front post headed wide County took a thoroughly deserved lead in the 40th minute a big blunder at the back from Sam McClelland and Kyle Turner on a sub for the injured Danda had an easy finish and it was no surprise at all when it was 2-0 eight minutes after the restart really good good build up play Simon Murray found George Harmon he set up Connor Randall to curl a lovely drive into the corner of the net St Johnston sub Taylor Stephen almost made an immediate impact sending a dipping drive just over then he hits an angled drive just past the far post and Ryan McGowan's header after a corner was cleared off the line as Saints rallied but the home team were comfortably in control overall and Kyle Turner got through once again 
Dimitar Maitov though saved well with his legs so overall an impressive display by County but things not looking great at all for Saints who start the Premiership campaign with two straight defeats Ross County 2, St Johnston nil. Good win for County Malky Mackay, Hugh Evans, but St Johnston's woes continue and they will continue while they have this uh, monumental injury list and things not going their way they They've started two games, no points, and you know I think uh, their their next game is at Celtic Park. Next league game is at Celtic Park, so they've got nothing there either. Uh, so difficult times for Stephen McLean and all concerned at Perth. And that's the worrying thing because no points, but no real, you know, cutting edge at the top end of the pitch that you could see. Oh, they've been unlucky, or they've missed chance after chance, and it's just not quite cutting nothing is going right for them at the minute so he needs to quickly gather his thoughts and you know get much better performances and for this group if of you're players Ross Count, if you're Ross County it's what you had to do Gordon because mm. over the years how many times does a team go to say Celtic Park do okay in, in places but then don't follow that up with you know good performances against the teams round about them but County have done that today after last week yeah the argument is do you go to Celtic Park and get that game out of the road quickly but then what you've got to do is if you've got a home game the following week you've got to get three points on the board you've got to get started I've seen a lot of um, improvements in Ross County last weekend at Celtic Park they scored two goals in spells I thought they played very well indeed I'm not surprised St Johnston are really they're under pressure they're struggling already can't score goals conceding goals as Hugh quite rightly said they're going to Celtic Park you're three games in. You've got absolute nothing. You're already fighting against it. Yeah, that's the only game finished so far. Nice and prompt, that one. It's scary that 4.53 is considered prompt nowadays, but there yeah. we are. Um, still, in fact, it's finished ahead of our two featured championship games, which is strange considering no VAR uh, in those matches. But we will bring you full-time stories very soon because they cannot be far away especially Ibrooks as well six minutes added there Rangers cruising now which didn't look like it was going to be the case no. um, maybe 15-20 minutes ago bruising to cruising I would say you know it was a bruising watch for a while uh, and then uh, Rangers just put their foot on the gas and it's been too much for Livy reminded me was it St Mirren towards the end of last season was it uh, not two all and then Rangers won 5-2 in the yeah. end yeah uh, it was kind of that sort of similar feel to it because remember like, we did say it had got a bit got a bit tense got a bit nervy there was a period you know at 1-0 where Jack Butland made a couple of good saves with a terrific block from John Souter and it looked ominous for Rangers but the, the whole complexion of the game has changed and I think uh, Gordon was quite right when he said that he's taken off the entire midfield with Geneva in mind it just shows you the importance of that second goal We're chat- We thought Sifuentes had it in the game We'd open up and it didn't But when Danilo gets the second goal Then You know things just open up And it's easy straight from then Livy you know, obviously deflated And the gaps start opening up for Rangers Added by Seema and then The last goal A great game finished in Kirkcaldy Wraith Rovers 3, Morton 2 What a game that was A 5 goal thriller uh, Edged out by the home side So Tough trip down the road for Dougie Emery. Uh, Full time at Ibrox. Andrew McLean is there. 
Rangers 4, Livingston 0, the full-time score at Ibrox Lammers. Danilo Sima and Dowell all grabbing their first goals for the club. Michael Beale's side started well. They looked positive and got the opener just 10 minutes in. The ball was played towards Todd Cantwell and he was really good in the build-up for this because he let the ball run through his legs. It then ran through the legs of the Livingston defender. He got the ball back from Serial Dessers, drove into the box. He tried to cut it across the box. It ended up being blocked, but it went into the path of Sam Lammers who fired in for 1-0 Jose Cifuentes thought he'd made it too not long after that but that one was ruled out for handball following a VAR check after that Rangers really struggled to get going for a good spell it was all a bit disjointed going forward there were attacks breaking down loads of unforced errors as well Shamal George wasn't really being tested in a Livingston goal although Jack Butland at the other end did have to make two saves in a matter of minutes from Andrew Shinney but then all of a sudden Rangers sparked back into life again with 12 minutes to go the second goal came it was Borna Barisic's cross it found the head of Danilo and he directed it into the back of the net for 2-0 a few minutes later it was 3-0 Danilo hitting the post after the ball came in from a corner but Adalasima who had come off the bench he was on hand to put that one in the bottom corner and then a first Rangers goal from another substitute in the 90th minute it was a wonderful strike too from Kieran Dowell on the left side of the box really powerful strike off the underside of the bar and it made it look really comfortable in the end for Michael Beale's men. The full-time score at Ibrooks, Rangers 4, Livingston 0. You have missed a late, late dramatic goal in one of our championship games, but we can tell you about that in a second because it's full-time in Paisley, David Friel. Full-time, Gordon St Mirren 2 in D1. They've only played two games. I know it's early days, but St Mirren are surely still happy to be top of the league tonight. Stephen Robinson said what a home record they have, and he saw an improved second-half performance from Dundee to win this game. St Mirren had a few scares at the end, but deserved the win as they made it six points out of six. What a start. It's been a dream start, as I say, for Stephen Robinson and his players, but a night- nightmare day for Joe Shaughnessy and Trevor Carson as they lost to their former club. Dundee captain Shaughnessy only left Paisley at the end of last season, but scored an own goal against his former club after seven minutes. St Mirren top in the first half but did he get a chance to level in 34 minutes from the penalty spot after a VAR check spotted Mikel Mandron's foul on Lee Ashcroft Zach Robinson took the penalty but tried to be down the middle and Zach Hemming managed to scoop it over the bar a really good save bad penalty and were left to do that missing first half injury time Caelan Boyd once he was really good in the middle of the park quick in a corner and Mikel Mandron glanced in a brilliant header to make it 2-0 credited indeed they were much much better in the second half and the real goal Scott Tiffany come on as a sub really like him as a player he added some gale he went straight at St and it was a winger who created Josh Mulligan's bundled in header in 63 minutes the 2-1 the D were right and it Luke McCown was clean through missed a great chance and Zach Hemming brilliant in goals for St Mirren's save but St Mirren also had chances Alec Grieve who scored the winner against Hibs last week he thought he shot across the line but a VAR check said otherwise the D kept going St Mirren used all their experience they saw the game out to claim another big win full time in Paisley St Mirren 2 D won Good win that in Paisley for St Mirren They'll be delighted top of the table Yes, it is only uh, two games in Fraser Wisher, you had late drama though Yes, real late drama Gordon Dundee United 1 Dunfermline Athletic 1 And just as it looked like Dunfermline would get the deserved three points Winger Matthew Amin Kujo struck deep into stoppage time To grab a point for United After Craig Whiten had given Dunfermline the lead It was a really good start to the game Chances at both ends It was an even First half, United skipper for the day, Tony Watt was inches wide with a low 16-yard shot. Scott McMahon had a couple of decent efforts from the edge of the box, saved by Sharp. And Finland were not sitting back. They came here for the three points and had their own chances of Halloran denied by a great Declan Gallagher tackle 
after a run from half wheeling, he was just about to score. And then with the Fenman winger cut the ball back, it struck goalers by Aaron Comney. Really good save by Jack Walton, United goal. But it needed a goal this game. United took control of the second half. I mean, Kujo brought out a fine save from Harry Sharp. The big keeper died to tip over the winger's curling shot. Really competitive game on and off the park. Jim Goodwin booked for an argument with James McPake over a Craig Sybil tackle and Josh Edwards. And almost immediately, Edwards curled in a lovely cross from the left-hand side. Striker, striker Craig White and leapt to flick a powerful header past Walton into the bottom left-hand corner. He's there. Brilliant finish by the ex-Dundee striker who certainly enjoyed his celebration. United fans are stunned. Look for the action. Archie Meekinson curled an angled shot just wide, but man again just over from 20 yards. But the best chance fell to Amin Kujo. He got himself a yard inside the box. A lovely flick. The ball bounced nicely. It sat up for him. He expected the net to bulge, but his shot was inches wide from 16 yards. He should have scored. And push and push, as United did, you didn't really think they were going to create another chance until five minutes into stoppage time. And Kujo found space 20 yards out, and he fired a bullet left foot shot high past sharp and into the back of the net really good crowd here at Tanadice 8,892 supporters mixed emotions for United supporters most will go home unhappy with the performance but glad with the point and a really decent away support they're still singing at their way end and they're still in good voice I think they'll be happy with the team's performance and probably with a point given the circumstances away from home at Tanadice good game here full time at Tanadice Dundee United 1 Dunfermline Athletic 1 finally Airdrie Partick Thistle Roger Hanna Airdrie 2, Partick Thistle win. The Diamonds get their first victory in returning to the Championship with overturning a half-time deficit for a thoroughly deserved win against a poor Partick side. Airdrie made all the early running. Callum Gallagher twice firing off target when he really should have tested David Mitchell in the Jags' goal inside the first 10 minutes. And then in 19 minutes, the Diamonds' assistant manager, Callum Fordyce, thought he had broken the deadline. A fierce shot off the underside of the bar. It crashed down onto the line. It bounced out. Airdrie players were celebrating, but the linesman said it had not crossed the line. Airdrie paid the penalty for that in 31 minutes when they fell behind James Lyon scoring his third goal of the season latching onto the rebound after Josh Reid pushed out Harry Milne's angled drive the Diamonds had lost player manager Rhys McCabe to a nasty looking injury just before the break it could have got worse Brian Graham he had a goal disallowed for offside after a good play by Aidan Fitzpatrick in injury time at the end of the first half Thistle had their own injury problems at the start of the second half. Ben Williamson, he limped off to be replaced by Blair Alston. And Alston went very close to 2-0 just moments later, firing off target when he really should have scored. But then Airdrie seized the game by the scruff of the nade. Gabby McGill sent on for Josh O'Connor after 59 minutes. And just four minutes later, McGill levelled a reflected shot that hit Harry Milner, wrong-footed goalkeeper Mitchell, and it dribbled in at the near post. The host really had their tails up at that stage and they took the lead for the first time in 71 minutes. Craig Watson, a fine delivery from the right and a back post header by Gallagher past Mitchell. A chance much tougher than the two he had missed in the first half. Thistle threw everything at it. Debutant Wes McDonald and Tommy Adeloy were sent on. Alston fired wide for six from 16 yards and then Graham, deep into added time, thought he had levelled. A header passed Ray into the bottom corner but for the second time in the game the linesman's flag was up to deny him for offside. It's Airdrie's first home win over Thistle in more than three 13 years. Finally, the Thistle drummer has fallen silent. The Jags have only one point from their first two games, but the Diamonds are enjoying life back in the Championship. Airdrie 2, Partick 1. And now it's over to you. The open line is here 01419511025. Get in touch and let us know what is on your mind this afternoon. Rangers fans, how do you assess that performance and result at Ibrox? If I'd asked you half an hour ago, you might have answered a bit more negatively. But how do those three goals late on 
Change your opinions Who stood out for you Who was good Who's still got a bit to go Celtic fans What about tomorrow Does Hatati come back in Does it have to be Turnbull Is there any way of getting them both in How do you feel about the trip to Pataudry St Mirren fans Top of the league He already Getting the open top bus booked Let us know 01419511025 The open line is next After the action It's your reaction 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans are here Gordon DL should be joining us any minute But apparently he went out to his car To get some sweets at the break He's, he's genuinely not returned in time seen, I hope he's left his fob so he can get back in He, he lives a singular life doesn't he He, he really, really does, it's incredible Anyway, the open line is here So what did you make of today's football? And what are you thinking about tomorrow's games as well? It's as simple as that really This afternoon Let's kick off with Alan Who's a Rangers fan What did you make of it today, Alan? Uh, well... We were struggling, really struggling. I say half an hour ago at 70 minutes, uh, I, I had a funny feeling. I kept saying to my son, I can see Livingston scoring. I can definitely see them scoring here because they were playing more and more up front. And we were quite fortunate. Butler made a couple of good saves. Uh, but the fact at the end, we came good there. Once we got the second goal, it was a relief. It was a relief to all the Rangers fans. Then the third goal came in and then it was more and more comfortable because we've not hit the heights this season yet. I know we've only three games in. We just started there. Last week was a, a real, real setback for us here. Uh, and I thought, because we all struggle against uh, Livingston, especially last season, we only got an equaliser towards the end in injury time. Uh, but the fact is that we come good at the end there. It was 4-0, so it's kind of given them a, kind of a, a boost now. And um, the, the Rangers fans were going to be quite happy, eventually. Yeah, is that the overriding emotion then, Alan? You know, if you go through it, there, were, there would have been bits that annoyed you, but when it ends up 4-0, do you, do you sort of take that, be happy about it and move on? Yes. Uh, I think now that uh, we've, we've, we've kind of scratched the score in there, the players, it's, new, it's a new team there. They're trying to get to know each other. They are playing, trying to play as well as possible, but they were giving away too many loose balls uh, Livingston were, they were really in there Don't get me wrong uh, they, they, they knew they came after watching They must have watched the game last week Against Kilmarnock And they knew how to set the standards there uh, Against Rangers But at the end of the day uh, It's 4-0 The game's gone now, that's it We move on towards Tuesday now with Savet And uh, because we have to get A momentum going A rhythm going before the Celta game next month I think uh, Michael Beale will be a mightily relieved man because Alan speaks for the Rangers supporters when he is saying that he felt at one stage in the game there was more chance of a Livingston equaliser than there was of a second goal for Rangers. Everyone in the stadium could see that the team had fallen Just flat. on that though, I wonder if Alan can come back in as well. Do you think that's more of a... Is that just what the weird psychology of being a football fan is? Because let's assess it with a calm head. Livingston didn't really come close to scoring. They didn't... They didn't have lots of big chances What happens is Rangers dominate at the start Then that starts to wane And then you actually see Livy in the Rangers box That's not the same as It looks like Livy are going to score Really is it? Well well, Butland's had a save And then there was another chance uh, From Shinny that went past the post That's what I'm saying though Those weren't like well, big uh, guilt you know, chances but, Not but even the, close but, but what Alan's describing is That sinking feeling that he had sure. Believing that there might be the chance of a, a, a Livy equaliser From the, the time of the disallowed goal Until Rangers made it 2-0 Rangers were 
poor They were disappointing They were fairly lifeless And you had the half-time word on it from Andrew McLean at Ibrox That Michael Beale had to inject some life into the team The finish changes everything And particularly Kieran Dowell's goal Because it's a terrific strike But They got there in the end But they are a team still in need of improvement Yeah, I mean the thing is Gordon All of this can be true I just wonder Mm. how big the butt is On a day you win 4-0 I get it Rangers should win comfortably against Livingston Everyone wants more I just struggle to see too many times in, in a league match where, where you can grumble a lot at a 4-0 win uh, I, think, I think we're being a bit negative on Rangers if I'm honest with you I totally understand what Hugh's saying um, a lot of it you can't argue about because there were spells that Rangers were flat um, there's no doubt in that but the positives is clean sheet, four goals the new guys getting on the score sheet I thought that Michael Beale today takes a bit of credit it wasn't it was flat. It wasn't really working in the second half. He recognised he needed some pace on the pitch. He got a bit of pace on the pitch. I think it caused Livingston all sorts of problems. I agree with you. I look at Livingston's chances on goals. There was never a time I thought that they were going to score. They had a, a, a you know a terrific chance to go and equalise. But there's always a, a danger when it's 1-0 that... It could be a set play, it could be a wonder goal, it could be something, a, a great move that brings Livingston back in and puts pressure on the Rangers, but it didn't happen. Rangers ran out worthy winners today, 4-0. I think there's a lot of positives to take. Yes, were they a flat bit in the middle that probably Rangers fans grumbled about? Of course they were. But I thought Michael Bale's injection of pace into the team today made all the difference. I'd have to agree with, with Daz. Start of the game... Strong performance, end of the game, strong performance. However, for the middle 70 minutes, improvements needed. Whether that comes with more game time together, whether that comes with an addition, a more pace, or or that bit of trickery that Michael Beale's after, maybe. Time will tell. So, like Michael Beale will be happy. 4-0 at home, clean sheet. Um, goal scorers are all new to the club. I think that's a big positive. That gets... Them feeling good about themselves going into next week's game, but Rangers fans know what they saw today. You know they know what they saw in the middle part, and they just want that raised a bit. And I'm sure it'll come with time. Um, but as we quite often say, fans are impatient. They don't always give time, but I'm sure it will get better. Thank you, Alan. What about John and Canvas Lang? What stood out for you? Good, bad, or indifferent, John? Uh- Evening panel, I think there was a lot of positives at the game. I know there was a bit of a lull in the middle of the game, but we were creating chances and just a wee bit of sharpness we could have took more of the chances. If Chip Chensky's goal stands, which was unlucky with to know that could have changed the game, but I'm looking at the game today and I feel Bill made a, Michael Bill made a, a boo last week with Rotten Campbell because I just think he's undroppable now because I think he's the best player at the club. I think. For, uh, going forward, uh, Campbell Raskin of Chichenko should be the midfield unless there's injuries or maybe playing in cup games because the three of them should be playing all the time. Got, I know we've got a big squad, but you play your best uh, first 11 every game. Uh, the strikers up front, Danilo look good. Dessers, I still think he's getting up to speed. He had a couple of chances where maybe a couple of weeks to the line, he finishes them. As I said, Chichenko's come in and done really well. I think in Suter uh, started the season well, keep him fit. 
I think he's undroppable. Uh, Balogun came in and the pace he's got to the back. I think Goldson's going to find it hard to get back in there. Uh, I think there was a lot of positives today. And yeah, there was a wee love in the game, but it was at the time we were creating chances and just not finishing them. But at the end, as you say, Bill takes a lot of credit, brings Matondo on, brings Simon, and that injection of pace changed the game at the end and we got a 4 now. That's why results like last week, though, take a bit to get over, Hugh, because nobody anywhere out there is saying, well done, Michael Beale, good on mm. you for bringing back Todd Cantwell. They're saying, look at this. Yeah. Why, why yeah. on earth did you leave him out last weekend? Well, I said earlier today it was unfathomable uh, because you know the phrase I used at the time was he's the only one in the park with a pulse uh, and I stand by that and that's why he was taken off early along with Cifuentes and uh, Raskin uh, because they will be the three important men in Geneva come Tuesday um, I think Rangers should look comfortable and finish comfortably against Livingston at Ibrooks, and they've got there in the end um, and they are still that I hate the phrase but they are still that work in progress we'll be able to truly judge Rangers on the 3rd of September when they play their friends from the other side of the city across the, the road The only thing I'll say Hugh uh, as I say I thought we were a bit unfair in Rangers today because Celtic picked up a treble last year and the many times we stood in a studio and watched the game and 20 minutes, 30, 40 minutes, they were flat and then the substitutions come on, they lifted it and they ran out worthy winners. Rangers Rangers produced that sort of performance today. They started great. They should have been too, unfortunately, the goal got disallowed. Any complaints about that, by the way? No, no. absolutely none. But, yeah, they were flat at times. I, I, I keep going back to it. I think managers make their money by their tactics and their substitutions. Michael Beale brought on pace today. And pace showed that it really hurt Livingston. So you like the look of Cifuentes, uh, John, his first start? He's playing the ball about, he's got into good positions, didn't waste many passes. Uh, he looks a player, and for what we paid for him, it's, uh, for one game, he's looked really good. But what Hugh was saying about a big test, if we go through this game uh, against the Swiss team I think PSV will be a bigger test than the Celtic game because Celtic game will take care of itself but I watched PSV the other night on uh, the new sports network and they looked impressive and they looked, they looked for a wee bit of adventure last year so if we go through and uh, choose tonight I think that's a bigger test than the Celtic game because the Celtic game they take care of themselves and I think that will be a bigger test just yeah, PSV did certainly look good um, Andrew Ironside's on Twitter as well Loved the look of Cifuentes Always looking for the ball Finding space Look like he's enhanced the link up With Tavernier Dessers on the right hand side We thought he had his goal Didn't come to fruition in the end But were you happy with uh, his first? Yeah, looked decent um, Seen glimpses here We had that strike It was touched around the post Just before his disallowed goal But looks powerful Looks suited to that position I was just going to say I wonder what the Rangers fans think of the I was talking about the, the style of play, but the formation that Michael Beale is tending to opt for is his first formation. That diamond, you know, with, with Lammers at the top, it can't be on Raskin either side, and it looked like Sifuentes at the base, uh, you know, with the two up top. He changed when he changed to a three. That's where mm. he got a bit of joy, you know, a bit of width, as Daz says, a bit of pace, and it looked more fluid, it looked more attacking. I just wonder if he'll stick with that going into the game 
midweek or mm. will there be a change was that a nod to we're going for a, a slightly more solid base with three in the wing backs be interesting to see Thank you very much to John 0141-951-1025 Why don't you join in Rangers fans I'm sure you will be Agreeing or disagreeing uh, With what you've been hearing so far So why not let us know Celtic fans What are you thinking tomorrow Trip to Pataudry Brendan Rogers had some Memorable meetings with them In his first spell What are you expecting What about the team Does Rio Hitati come back in or not Let us know 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 We're looking for your reaction to today's football That's the aim of the game on Saturday's open line Of course we often have Sunday matches Which we can look forward to And no shortage of them either Hugh, three in total And all interesting in their own way Celtic did not lose a goal to Aberdeen in four league meetings last season Now, I think that record comes under threat tomorrow um, Miofsky, Duke And as you know I have my reservations about Joe Hart and go for Celtic um, All three of them would have featured in the meetings last season though, yeah, wouldn't they? Yeah uh, But uh, it's very early to be going to Pataudry You've been given a head start though Rangers result at Kilmarnock should be a gift for Celtic And they should be very keen to come away from Pataudry with all three points Because everything is about what happens at Ibrox on the 3rd of September. I think Motherwell-Hibbs is fascinating. Hibbs were terrific midweek, scored terrific goals into the bargain, but you never know with them. They could win it for part tomorrow or they could lose. It, you've just no idea who turns up. And Hearts, 2-1 down to Rosenberg in their European Europe, Europa Conference game. Uh, but playing a Kilmarnock side who... Beat Rangers last weekend And we'll give them a torrid time At Tynecastle tomorrow So three terrific games Looking forward to them We'll get stuck in a bit more detail uh, In the near future Let's bring in Neil Who's on the line Neil what did you make of Rangers performance today? Well I phoned up because The first caller Alan said Rangers struggled And I was wondering what, what game I was watching Rangers didn't struggle It was, it was quite easy for them Yes there was flat, flat spaces um, Times that they they, they slowed down, but they never ever struggled. And you, now you can start to see the the, the gelling taking shape with the intricate passing, the movement. It was sometimes it was actually quite nice to watch and see, especially with the the injection of Fuentes, Cantwell, and Raskin and midfield. They did not let up. They did not give Livingston a minute. And it was it was good to see. And then um, you can see them. What he's wanting to do for European formations, uh, moving on the 75th minute into the the three five three two, I think that's that's the way he's going to mainly take his European campaign, uh, just to keep his more solid foundation and hit teams on the counter attack with the pace of Sima Matondo, who I've never rated Matondo, but to be fair, he had a good game today. But my jury's still out on Dessers because his touch is slack, his passing slack, so. I still, I still keep uh, my jury out on him, but I do see the the formation starting to take shape, and I do see Rangers starting to gel just now. Yeah, um, they'll, they'll certainly get into the game big favourites with three five three two. Uh, 13 players out there Is that a slip of the tongue? <laughs> you do it five times a show. <laughs> I know, and I like it when somebody phones in, but... Um, 
Look, I agree with Neil. I, th- I thought it was a, a comfortable afternoon for Rangers. Um, you can't dominate. See, to be fair though, I think if, <laughs> these can all be true at once. You know, the mm. first caller, I don't think, he didn't say it was a struggle, you know, from start to finish, but with 12 minutes to go, it was it was 1 0 with Rangers having been in front since the 10th minute. There were clearly bits there that were a bit edgy if you were inside the stadium. Look, they've won 4 0. Um, Michael Beale will still be looking for improvement. He'll be delighted with his goal scorers, new players coming to the, the club, getting uh, their goals today, especially in front of a big crowd at Ibrox, which helps, gives you so much confidence. Um, they're getting to a difficult game midweek. It will be a difficult game. My uh, The one that I want to see is what sort of a team and formation. I know that he changed it then there, but I don't think he'll automatically decide to go we are back five, three centre-backs and two wing-backs. I don't think he'll do that. I think he'll probably stick to his so four. you think it's just there as as an option? Yeah, I think I think in games, and we've seen it before, um, you know, during a game, he'll change into a back three. It was Lundström that regularly um, slotted into the three at the back. So he's always got that option, but I think his preferred option... Probably just now is that uh, back four. He substituted the three midfield players that started. Uh, you just wonder, away from home with that lead, is a Ryan Jack important to him? I think he is. So it'll be interesting to see, see team selection. Neil, see the ones that you said that you've still not made your mind up on, or you think the jury's still out. Are you confident they'll come good, or, or are you get? when does it get to kind of worried stage? Well, first of all, my mouth is off because I was ordering my Chinese takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at the, the numbers in the menu. Exactly. I'll have a 3 What did you uh, order in the end? Yeah, we've gone for a Singapore chow made masati sauce. Oh, that's there a great go. choice. It is a great choice. Anyway, back to your new signings. Um, I thought... Dessels is technically technically uh, not Dessels sorry um, Lammers is definitely technical if we can get that wee link up with Tav slipping through then that would be great the only the only jury I've, I've really got out on is, is Dessels Danilo in times I thought was quite good physical strong Dessels I just can't see his, his first touch his passing his, his, his movement I just I just don't see it in Dessels just now he's, he's really the only one that's that concerns me so you've got a bit of catching up to do I think so the evidence that I've seen I, I probably agree with Neil on that one no he got off the off the mark midweek when it comes up he's kneeing in but it doesn't matter how they go in for strikers but he looks cumbersome at times he looks slightly awkward um, you know the one he flicks around the corner today bit lazy and you know Shinny goes and has a shot so he has to get up to speed Michael Beale maybe correct at this time and continually playing him and giving him minutes and giving him that confidence that he's still starting games but he, the player has to up his performances as well but he's off the mark Danilo for me I think there is you know a, a good player in there I think the one that you saw today where he cuts in his right foot and he just tries to guide it into the far corner it's a good save he knows his way to go I think he takes his header well Psychologically Hugh can it be important for new signings to go and Get a goal early doesn't guarantee you anything, of course. But Dessel scored midweek, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So you know, psychologically, he should have been all the better for that. But he's taking his time. Neil's quite right with that one. I just think that you made the point yourself, Gordon. Twelve minutes to go. It's one nil. Uh, Rangers, to their credit, 
then stage the grandstand finale and get those goals. Uh, but I'm still of the opinion that they need to go to Geneva and score first against Servette. Uh, I think if they do that, it will be dispiriting for the Swiss and Rangers will go through. Mm. I don't think, at the moment, and it's very, very early, I don't think at the moment they're good enough to beat PSV Eindhoven. Um, I hope we will hear from Michael Beale before the end of the show, but if we don't, just something that he said that's kind of jumped out in the context of what we are mentioning today. He said that they got stuffy after the disallowed goal and they didn't improve until the subs were made. So that's yeah. maybe not a great endorsement of Lammers and Dessers because they, they went off on 70 minutes to be replaced by Matondo and Sima. Well, I, I spoke to Daz off air about Lammers in the first half and okay, he takes his goal well, he's in a good position, sweeps that way well, but apart from that, probably disappointed at his involvement in the game. You know, I thought he took a lot of easy options and... And that kind of that's the guy you want to be creative for you at the top end of the pitch. Dessers, well, would just touch on him as well. But I think Michael Beale, with those comments, spot on. Uh, exactly, he changed it, put different uh, different options on who added pace and were direct, and well, he got the results. You've seen three goals come after that, so yeah, pretty accurate with his description. How devastated are you? The, about his Singapore chow mein order because oh, no, you've I'm been starving all afternoon. And do you know what? I was going to bring him back in, and he's away. I do. Do no <laughs> yeah, he's away for his three-five-three-two. <laughs> where is? Do you know what was great about that when he said three-five-three-two? I was watching you two counting up with the fingers <laughs> oh, going one, two, three, four, five. Six, <laughs> I, I wrote that. it down at the top of the. <laughs> he's up. Not including the goalie. Anyway, hopefully we will get some managerial reaction to that game at Ibrox soon. Let's bring in Stuart in Coatbridge in the meantime. What did you take away from it, Stuart? Uh, I definitely see a different Rangers see last season. And it was the first game, that was just a, I think that was just... They weren't, they weren't blending in time. Uh, but what I've seen the last two games, in the first 20 minutes, as it, it was the exact same the day in the first 20 minutes as it was in the European game. And my other point is, Rangers are going to hammer a team. They're definitely going to hammer they be teamed in the Scottish Premier League this year. You can see it coming, and especially uh, over it. Man, there's got to be one player that stood out. Suter, what a what a difference in this guy. See if that guy stays fit, he could possibly be player of the year. Apart maybe Cantwell, it's, it's going to be one of these two. But I think going into the European game, if we do win and get through, I think we'll beat PSV. Oh, it's a big shout! They looked good the other night. Four-one victory against Storm Graz. I think that uh, Stewart has read an awful lot <laughs> into three late goals at Ibrox. You know, he's got Suter or Cantwell as player of the year. He's got Rangers past Servette and he's got them putting out PSV Eindhoven as well. Need to calm down a little bit. Uh, Tuesday has to be negotiated first of all before anything else follows on. And in the old fashioned way, on September the 3rd, people can draw their own conclusions from what happens when Celtic mm. go to Ibrox but uh, I would just say to Stuart just to calm down Stuart's, a little bit Stuart's right to highlight Suter though because mm -hmm. much of the attention especially when you've got nine new signings goes on those new signings and particularly in the final third people look for you know someone to stand out with magnificent goals a piece of skill or, but Suter 
for a guy who's been injured so long and he's came back and he's looked assured he, he fits the bill of what Michael Beal wants from a centre half in terms of he can defend but he can start attacks he's got a great range of passing he's got the pace seen today positional play very good and that one he was asked to fill in so he's a massive plus and I think Balogun as well come in you know no nonsense know what you're getting from him so looks good in that respect but centre-halves and defenders often get overlooked when there's so many new signings yeah it's so important I think Suter and Golson um, if he's got to play a back four would be a per- perfect partnership Suter's problem well uh, Mark's played with him uh, knows how good a player he was and is uh, unfortunately for the boy he's picked up a few injuries throughout his career hopefully that's all behind him now but when he's on his game he's as good as any centre-half can about you have to say it would be quite something if Roger Hanna tipped John Souter to win player of the year out of nowhere last season. We never saw him because of injury and then he was to somehow do it this season. The old Hanna getting getting ahead of the game. Um, Stuart, if if Rangers are going to hammer a team as you predict, what, what will they, how will they go about making today into a more rounded 90 minute performance? I think it's up with pace more. I mean, they were, the, the passing's good as well. But I think that one of the teams will beat, I think it'll be six goals. I think it'll be six, nothing one for one of the teams they're going to beat in the Scottish Premiership. Uh, I think their pace is, they're going to have to up their pace more to get, uh, to get more goals. I mean, today, the, the, the first 20 minutes, Rangers, oof, I was expecting four or five, nothing the first, the first half. I, mean, I don't know what I, I think they're just trying to keep the, the pace and watch how they're, they're passing and playing. But if you keep where they can't go, he's a passing and he can. Change again. I definitely think we'll score more than six goals in a wee team this year. We will see, I suppose. Well, that should happen. If you're Celtic or Rangers, you should be capable of beating certain teams by five or six. It should happen. Um, look, we can get stuck into who should play midweek mm-hmm. debate on on Monday and Tuesday leading up to it. But it's interesting what Stuart says. You know about keeping the pace and all the rest of it. Early days, but Michael Beale picked the same front players. I wonder if now, though, he's given food for thought. If he's the one that's saying that things improved when some of those guys went off today, and it was Sima and Matondo who came on. Yeah, and maybe just coming out and giving a little bit of a hint. You you, you can't argue with Michael Beale for coming out and telling the truth. He's a hundred percent right. Everybody uh, watching the game it was at Ibrooks today. Obviously, seen the difference when he brought on the pace. I said at two o'clock this afternoon, just after two o'clock, when we were talking about Rangers. It's the one thing I think they lack in their team, uh, and they're starting to live in, was that pace that allows teams to defend high up against you. They're not worried about in behind. When he brought on the two wide guys with a bit of pace, all of a sudden Livingston were sitting in their own 18 yard box, caused them problems, and Rangers punished them. It'll be interesting to see how he goes about it. Midweek, I think there'll be one or two changes to the start of living today. And if uh, if he keeps it the same, you know, to give those players game time and put trust in the ones that he started the season with, if it doesn't go well, then the Rangers fans, of course, have every right to question him because he's come out with those comments. So I would tend to go on the side of Daz, thinking there might be one or two changes for that away game midweek. Okay, thank you, Stuart. It's 01419511025. If you want to get in touch, please do. There is still time and you've got options. You can look back on events at Ibrooks. You could describe events in Paisley. You St Mirren fans, come on, top of the league. You might not get the chance to brag about that too often unless things stay that way. And Pataudry, one of the big venues for tomorrow. Should Hatati come back in 
Or is he having to contend for a spell out of the team As things stand Let us know We'll talk to you next After they play You have your say 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here And this must be a first for this show Because the last caller came on uh, Told us what he was ordering for his dinner <laughs> And Gordon DL has gone and ordered the same thing at the break He was inspired <laughs> Singapore chow mein yeah, oh, yeah, You'll be happy with that I've, I've never tasted it It sounds absolutely yeah, brilliant fine. I'm delighted Thank you very much You'll be fine uh, Don't you worry He's fine for it uh, You can still get in touch There is still time uh, to do that Some very... Interesting talking points today from you St Mirren fans I'm sure you would have loved to see Joe Shaughnessy put into his own net Beyond Trevor Carson After everything that's gone on in the last few weeks And you're top of the league Six points out of six Hopefully we can hear from uh, Stephen Robinson In the not too distant future Let's turn attentions to tomorrow Mark, Brendan Rogers, and Aberdeen How many memorable moments in his first spell and he gets a reunion at Pataudry tomorrow Yep, and it's a big one Hugh's highlighted that That going to Pataudry is a test for Celtic and Rangers In any season And so early into the season Where you're coming up against an Aberdeen side That bit unknown Not that went to live in Were you know, a bit underwhelming last week But at home they'll be a different animal You know, Barry Robson made a, a number of signings So it's going to be difficult But Brendan Rodgers has been over the course and distance He's been round the grounds before You can't label, you know, put that label on him Oh it's a new ground, how will he deal with it He's been there, he's seen it, he's done it He'll ask the same of his players But once again The big talking point will be the team's selection And getting that spot on Got it right last week Hatati out, Turnbull in, that was a big talking point um, You just wonder what he'll go for tomorrow I don't think the, the hype around Hatati is that he's totally out of Rogers' plans. I think Turnbull showed up well in pre-season and he earned his place. That's not to say Hitati hasn't showed up well as a response to being dropped. So that's the interesting Who standout plays tomorrow point. then? Turnbull does. And Hitati doesn't? No. When the manager says uh, it's not in his contract to pick certain players, he's uh, he's pointing you towards the fact that I think in the background there's something going on with Hitati. <laughs> Um, and he was totally vindicated Brendan Rodgers by playing Turnbull who then scores two goals and ought to have had a hat-trick he missed a sitter so I don't think Katati plays from the start tomorrow obviously he's on the bench but um, this transfer window is not closed yet How things change Gordon DL mm. this goes down as a big fixture doesn't it it's, what, it's mm. one that your eye is drawn to Aberdeen away one of the more difficult games in theory um, you would just have Rio Hatati in that up until a week ago, ten days yeah, ago. Yeah, but look, um, don't be surprised if Hatati does play and Turnbull. He might leave, decide to leave out O'Reilly. He scored last week as well. Yeah, and but, assisted, but, didn't he? but Brendan Rodgers is a kind of manager. He's a strong manager. He believes that the right team for the right place. He's not frightened to shy away from the big decisions. I agree. I think he's 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 challenging Hatati to say right. Turnbull's come in there, grabbed the jersey. It's up to you now to show um, that you're good enough because he's, he's questioned some of the, probably the work rate uh, of Hatati. He's, he's put the, put it down there and, the, and he's, he's... Do you think thrown... he actually has though? I think this, I is, think the point Mark the was, I think this is the point Mark was making is that Turnbull showed up pretty well 
And you know he just picked him. Does it does it mean that there's a real criticism of? No, I, I, I think I think Rogers um, demands more. I think he's come in, he's settled in to the role, and I now think he's a very strong manager. I think he's a good leader, and I think he demands more. And he demanded more off of Turnbull. Turnbull gave him that rewarded with a starting place. And Turnbull, to be fair, grasped that. But that would that would be surprising. I mean, Hitati when he played last year. Gave his all. We were always so complimentary about how this guy does the dirty work off the ball and then he's, he can back it up with his ability on the ball. So, listen, maybe he's just had a poor pre-season and he's been off it, but I don't think Brendan Rodgers would be stupid enough to rule Hitati out of anything. He's got a game against Aberdeen away that may take patience, that may take the full quota of players to get over the line, including Hitati if he comes on. We saw last year... I went to the 80-odd minute before Callum McGregor pops up with a winner. So, he's going to play some part, whether that's for the start or, or come off the bench. It's a good Had position to have, Mark. I, I think tomorrow, everybody's making a big deal of going up to Pataudry. Aberdeen got off to not okay start at Livingston. I don't think it was the best performance. I think Celtic got there tomorrow. See, defensively, and I know Hugh, and not just Hugh, others as well, criticise the goalkeeper. If the back four and the goalkeeper are solid, middle to front, I think Celtic will have more than enough to take care of that fixture. Oh, well, they're on an incredible run against Aberdeen. I don't, you know, we've not seen yeah. that a fixture that causes Celtic too many problems in recent seasons. Yeah, Celtic so, haven't lost there in seven years, um, and it's a big one for Brendan Rodgers and the players tomorrow because they say everything has to be seen in the context of Ibrox on the third of September. And Rangers gave Celtic a head start by losing at Kilmarnock. Now, what the Celtic fans want to see is Brendan Rodgers taking his team to Ibrox with a three-point lead. But I, I do think they will get a very big test tomorrow. Um, and, you know, the, the, the Hatati thing is a sideshow. Um, it's about... Celtic and not having lost a goal to Aberdeen at all last season. It's about the difference that will be made by Starfelt not being there, Navrovsky being there, uh, Gustav uh, Lagabielka coming in next week. Um, but it's a big test of the defence tomorrow. Uh, uh, well, only if Aberdeen improve uh, drastically, because I don't yeah. think they did any shots on target against Livingston exactly. last week. So. And they must be better. You know, with the, the players that they possess... Uh, and Duke and Majofsky, they must be better. They must show up better than they did against Celtic last year. Much of that was labelled uh, at Jim Goodwin, particularly the game at Pataudry, where they sat and soaked up pressure and didn't really use those players. Well, Barry Robson will probably have different ideas, and Hugh might be right. It might be the sternest test Celtic have, uh, have faced so far, but Ross County asked questions. And they expose Celtic in those opening 15 minutes. I just wonder if Mioski and Duke, if you can give them that much space and expect not to get and punished tomorrow. And the goalkeeper tomorrow. in those opening 15 minutes, Mark, very nearly sold the jerseys. Well, he did, I know, but turned out he didn't. I think the goalkeeper situation is, is a e lot more it's getting easy to than, latch onto this and um, just keep drumming it, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, until Brendan Rodgers makes a decision on this, then... Listen, I'll, I'll stand to reason that Joe Hart's still going to be the man. If Brendan Rodgers doesn't sign a goalkeeper, then it tells a story. Now, there's still three weeks to the transfer window to go, so maybe there's something behind the scenes, but usually you hear something, you know, before now, 
And if Ange Postacoglu picked Joe Hart and Brendan Rodgers is now picking Joe Hart when he's got another couple of goalkeepers in the building, then they must see a goalkeeper in him. Uh, plenty of to come tomorrow as well. Not only that game, Gordon, but fresh from European exploits, Hearts and Hibs, both in action. You're going to one of those games? I'm going to Motherwell. I'm looking forward to it. I've seen Hibs last week. They were disappointing at home. Uh, bounced back in midweek. Uh, got a good result. Um, you look at Motherwell, Opening fixture up at Dundee was always going to be a difficult one. Got a good lead. Uh, Bear obviously getting his first goal for the club. That'll do him the world of good. I, I think that'll be a good, good game. And, and through in Edinburgh, Hearts against uh, a confident Kelly, would you say, going to Tynecastle? So a lot of good football. Will tomorrow. you be saving some of your Singapore chow mein for your breakfast in the morning? <laughs> that'll be well gone tonight. Just, don't sit, next, just don't sit next to him at Fur Park <laughs> if that's the case. Um, Poor director. I'm still box. hoping we can hear a bit from Michael Beale before we go. I think we will. It will be cutting it neat, but we will manage it. So don't go anywhere. Uh, the main thing really to come out of Stephen Robinson's media conference, obviously happy with the win and the performance and making it six points out of six. Marco Hara getting a scan on his thigh could be about four weeks. Well, a blow. Oh, yeah, that's he's a, a big he's one. A, you know, he is the captain. He's also a terrific player. Um, you know, he scored last week at Easter Road. That's a that's a body blow. But everything's going St Mirren's way. They're they're going along nicely. So you know, others have to come step up to the plate. Yep, Hugh's right. Hara's such a big part of St Mirren's success last season, the way they started the season as well last week. But um, look, they showed today that they've got some resilience, you know, getting in front, Dundee pegging them back, and then they were able to see that out. You know, that, that speaks volumes for the management team. OK, let's get Michael Beale's thoughts following that 4-0 victory against Livingston. Uh, probably the game was in three parts first part I thought we started really well really good first goal coming from Jack I thought Todd did great linking with Cyril and nice for Sam to get his, his first official goal Sifuentes who along with Suter I thought was the pick of uh, the players they had a fantastic debut after that goal gets uh, called off we slowed down in our play and we got stuffy and Livingston tried to get to half-time and we allowed him too easily to get to half-time as well. We spoke about that, but we didn't improve until the subs were made. If anything, part of our play was uh, really wasteful when we had good moments. So our approach played to the final third and there was a lot of tension in the stadium because we had good moments where we should go and kill the game and we didn't. Listen, a mixed bag. It's been a, been a rough week behind the scenes okay so in terms of the players going into what is your first home game in the league in a season we're under uh, we're under a little bit of pressure or more than a little bit of pressure and for the new guys this week they probably rode every emotion that's why at the end of the week when I pick the bones out of it I'm going to be positive more than pessimistic in terms of one or two areas because the new guys have scored goals now Dujon's had his debut Jose was excellent and Jack Butland's got his first clean sheet as well so all in all uh, the, the week's ended a lot better than what it started I think uh, that's a very honest summation from Michael Beale. he does concede that there was tension in the stadium as he put it because they made their good start and then fell away after the disallowed goal. Uh, and they only improved, he said, when the subs came on. Uh, so he's not being dishonest. He's not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. It was an afternoon of many parts, three parts, according to Michael Beale. Uh, and the final result 
well, that tells its own story. 4 0, you can't be too critical, but he did realise that at one point in the game, Rangers were not doing enough and there was tension in the stadium. Yeah, I think he's right in what he said. Uh, the, um, the end of the weeks ended in a good uh, note for them. Um, he rhymed off there, even giving the goalkeeper a mention of his first clean sheet and people getting their, their goals and you know the performance and what the substitutes, the impact that they made coming on the pitch. Um, yeah, look, he, he's, he, he comes out and says it as it is today. Um, he'll be happy with the 4 0. He'll be happy with the clean sheet, as he says. I think he special mention there for Suter. I think he was terrific as well. So look look forward to, is it Tuesday night, the game? Um, and it'll be very interesting to see what his team selection is going to be. Final word to you, Hugh Evans. Over to Celtic now. Rangers are on the same points. Celtic can take advantage of the defeat at Kilmarnock last week if they beat Aberdeen. What a cracking game it will be. Yeah, three big games tomorrow and whatever happens, we will look back on it all. Monday night's Clyde One Super Scoreboard on your radio and you can stream it live as well. You can see the facial expressions to match the weekend's reactions. Stay right there. Gordon's away to get his chow main and the GBX is up next.